We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1 where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Miami Heat Beat Postgame Show. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas, and this is actually not the real start of the show. Uh, what you're about to hear is our live stream from twitch.tv slash MIHeatBeat. We're going to be doing all our post-game streams from now on. Don't worry, we're going to still be posting all the episodes to the podcast. I just want to let you guys know ahead of time that the show's going to sound a little differently because we're doing it live on Twitch. We're doing video. We're going to live highlights. Nikaias is breaking stuff down. We're doing all that good stuff. Don't worry. It's still a podcast. It's still completely consumable for the podcast audience. Uh, we're just adding a little extra stuff. So if you're interested in that after every single heat game the rest of the playoffs we're going to be on twitch.tv slash mi heat and uh we're having fun you know to, and uh we're going to put those links into the description of the podcast whether it be spotify apple music anything so uh sit back relax and enjoy us celebrating game one of the eastern conference finals what's yes. up stream Hold on, wait a second. We got music. We got the intro music. You know what I mean? I hope the intro music's playing. I actually didn't test this out. I'm talking over it, unlike normal. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat post game show live from twitch.tv slash MIA Heat Beat. Hear that music going. Brian has the dog. We got Brass Jazz, professional Photoshopper and anime lover. What's up, we have, buddy? Our, we have our producer and co-founder, Brian Goins. We have our statistician and pun master, Mr. Nikias Duncan. Oh, hello. Welcome to the Miami Heat Beat post-game show. We're live for the first time. This is uh, this has been a project of ours for the last... 
I don't know, <laughs> two months. We've been working on this. We've been trying to get this stream going. We have been, this has been a labor of love from myself, from from Brian Goins, from everyone on Heatbeat that has done relentless stream tests and audio tests and everything. Um, from Brian M, our stream guy, uh, and from everybody in the Discord that has been helped. Thank you so much for making this happen. And welcome to the first ever Miami Heat Beast Coastscape show. Uh, Brian, I can't believe what the fuck just happened. I mean, these people play the shittiest first quarter I've ever seen them play. Then they play this third quarter where they totally look like the team that kicked Milwaukee's ass up and down the court. And then we have a classic third quarter, which I think they scored fewer. Guys, did they score fewer points in the third quarter than they did the, yeah. the, the first quarter? They did. Yes. It was like a 60-point like second quarter. It was awful. I hated it. And then they come through. They absolutely have the guts. I was spineless. Bam with the block. Jimmy with the and one. The refs cheated and gave Marcus Smart's grifting ass that foul. Brian, I... We have covered, we have done heat beat since the big three. And it's been a long time since we covered a team that's played in a game that this big and that they fucking won. It's funny because our first heat beat episode was that game winner by LeBron. Was yes. Game two against the, in the Eastern Conference Finals back then against the Pacers in 2013, their second championship. Yep. So it's kind of funny how this is now kind of circling back all over. That Jimmy three, really start, let's start with the hero three. That brought it down to three, or was it two? Two three points after he made that just three. Bro, three. How the fuck did he even get that shot off? Guts. <laughs> Guts. Culture. All of the above. I so I think tactically, Nikias. Actually, I kind of want to get into some of the X's and O's before we get into the culture stuff because we already kind of opened with the culture stuff. The Heat in the first quarter, they were switching off ball stuff. That's not something they've done all year. And they were switching stuff off ball. And I think a couple guys got confused. They were losing guys. I think that's kind of a tough ask when mm -hmm. that's not really something you've worked on all year. Yeah, it was definitely different. And what really made it tough for Miami was that since they were switching everything, Boston kind of immediately went into hunt into hunter mode. They kind of dictated terms there, got some favorable switches up top, and then attacked from there. Um, Miami did adjust pretty quickly. They started putting two to the ball on Kemba. Uh, started mixing in that zone that helped them get back into the game after the slow start in the first quarter. Um, and that kind of carried throughout the rest of the game. They continuously put two to all on him, but kind of trusted their rotations behind it. Um, there were some misses there, but I do think that's probably going to be the formula that they stick with. I I really liked it, especially late. Like, I, I, I think that that's been the biggest, the biggest difference maker for them. The zone, too. I mean, the zone was outstanding. Uh, I don't listen. We had Dave Dufour on last episode. Dave made it seem doom and gloom. He made it seem like Daniel Tice, Hall of Famer, was gonna score every basket. That Bam was not gonna do anything, and that was absolutely not the case. I think call Daniel Tice like a, a good three point shooter. I don't even think he got a three off. I think he got one three. Was it one three that Daniel Tice got off? I believe. Chat, help me out here. How many how many threes did Daniel Tice get off? Dave had no belief in the culture. You are right, AC3R6. He had no guts, no culture. Dave Dufour is a Boston boomer. Is that Boston boomer? That'd be funny. Homer. Homer, okay. I will give yeah, Tyson credit. He's good at No, we won't. No, we won't. Yeah, he's <laughs> We will not. This is a this is a Tice credit free show. 
Vine we give Tice no credit. Vineheit said he shot zero threes. I think he shot one, and I think he made it. And when he made the first one, I was like, oh, oh great. Chat, chat's all saying zero. So okay, Dave's all saying zero. I was like, God, Dave Dufour is <laughs> going to have fun with this one. Fouled out, nothing. Um, I, you know, like, I looked at the box score, and I think Jimmy shot 50%. Like, I think he was, like, 7 for 14 or something. Uh, it, it felt worse than that. He hit the biggest shots of the game, but, like, they were trying to work that 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 high pick and roll, forcing Kemba on switches. And I, I think it worked, but it looked a lot harder than it should have, Nikias. They really worked for every single bucket. Like, they were they were really working the switches as well as I could have hoped from a veteran team, but it still looked tough. Like, it, it was a grinded-out game. Um, It was. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were going to slander Marcus Smart a little bit <laughs> But uh, before we get to the slander, like, he had himself one heck of a game on both ends of the floor. And as you were talking about Miami trying to hunt out those switches, uh, Marcus Smart deserves a lot of credit for not allowing the Heat to get into the switches that they wanted to get to. Uh, especially late in game, they kept trying to hunt out Kimball Walker on those um, inverted pick and rolls with Jimmy up top. And Marcus Smart would call for the switch before they could before they could even get Kemba out there to uh, get Jimmy. I mean, for Jimmy to attack him in those actions. So a lot of the pre-switching slowed Miami down, and they were already kind of grinding possessions down because of Boston switch and everything else elsewhere. So it, it was just tough for Miami to really get flow. So it's really a credit to them they were able to execute anyway. I, I and I, I'm really happy with how the switching has evolved, Nikias. Because, like, if we look at the, the team as soon as they traded, and we've kind of documented how it's worked out, it was really dicey in the beginning. I mean, they would they would try to show Goran before the, 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 the switch, and then the, Jay's a little late. I mean, Jay got switched on to Kemba Walker at the end of that game, stayed in front of him the entire time, didn't give that pull-up up, didn't do anything. And I don't think you can ask more of the guy. I mean, that's like uh, for him and Andre, too, because in that second quarter when they were treading water, Andre was plus 11 in like 10 minutes. And they needed every single one of his minutes in that second quarter. And it was it felt like a very this is why they brought me here type game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I just I, I know we joke a lot about the trade, but I mean, like, can you get these veterans and a guy like Kelly as well? Like when you have these vets that can really calm your offense and your defense, I think it goes a long way. Um, but Brass, I really want to talk about the end of that game. We get Bam on the block. We get Bam on the block at the summit on Jason Tatum. That's, I mean, Jason got to the rim and Bam met, I mean, that's like a, who's somebody called Bam an, a quote unquote above average player. I don't know who the fuck that was. Uh, Joe Goodman, shout out to Joe Goodman, uh, tweeted out Bam. Oh no, he was a wash. He was a wash. One scout. One anonymous one scout, scout said he was on, a wash. I think the athletic or something. I don't know who. who Somebody was else said he was above average, and and then you know, <laughs> Dave Dufour the home. Listen, I, I give Dave a lot of shit. Dave's a good guy. Uh, you didn't you give know, him Dave, that shit on the last pod. I didn't give. I, I I listen. I wasn't good enough. Yeah. Um, he. I wasn't there. Yeah, Brian. Brian's been giving me so much shit for that appearance. I, what am I supposed to do? I didn't Be a better host. He listen. He was wrong. The culture yeah, was am I right. Wrong? Yes or no. I mean, because you, you, had, you had two like you know ultra Celtics dudes on your preview pod for uh, the Heat Celtics series. I mean, you just got to go with the, uh, you know, the, you need some more culture, guess, man. Yeah, just to let you know, I told G to get. I was gonna get Coach Tony on that preview pod, and G told me no. I, I wanted, know. I wanted Dave. I like Dave too. Like Dave too, but um, well, I did part of that pod. Uh, I, 
I, I got that the vibe from him. Like it just felt like he really wasn't watching the Heat much. And now I'm saying that as a guy who does who basically only watches the Heat, admittedly. But I don't care. I don't get paid to do this shit. So like you know, but for him, I don't know. I just felt like you know, oh yeah, you know, Tice is gonna be you know this this you know this Bam stopper and and like you know and and Bam. There were moments tonight where you know you know he was getting beat on some shit. I'm like yeah, you know, but but still, like, <laughs> you could in the end, man. Jesus, that block. I mean, he he was just unbelievable in the end there just and I, there were so many moments to this game where it felt like it was slipping away when was the last time you felt that alive oh my god well no well i have to i have to preface this i have i have plenty of guts i have all the guts that i can be expected to have that being said i still felt like i wasn't gonna throw up the last hour of the game so yeah so when that when that block happened man i was oh man i'm still i'm still reeling i'm still reeling well, yeah keep those was, guts in your system grass you can't throw them up you gotta keep the guts Some, in your system. Absolutely. Something, something I wanna, something we're pretty excited for here on this stream, and I, I hope you guys are ready for this. You know, Nikaias had compiled some of the clips that he wants to show us and kind of talk about. So, Nikaias, do you think you think you're ready to kind of break down some of the biggest plays of the game? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, then. We are. Uh, let's see if this works. Let's see if I hit transition. Does it work? Oh, look at that. We're in, baby. We're in. All right, Nikaias, we're hitting play on the play. What do we got here? All right, coming. Big play in the overtime. Miami goes to some flex action here if you want to pause it there. Uh, what makes that tough is that Boston already wants to switch. And there are some, I mean, trying to switch from that angle is tough. Um, if you get Jimmy downhill against Kimball Walker by himself, that's going to be an easy post-up opportunity. You have to send help elsewhere. Um, that's going to open up some catch-and-shoot three opportunities. As you there, they both want Jimmy to kind of take away that cut because they know that's the first read for Bam, and that leaves Jake Crowder wide open. You can roll it. Look at that. Line drive, baby. <laughs> Line drive. All right, here we got the next play. Tell me when you're ready. Oh, and this is what I was talking about a little bit earlier. You can go ahead and roll it. I'm um, talking about earlier with Jimmy trying to hunt out that Kimba um, switch and pick and roll. Here's Marcus Smart off ball calling for it switches out to Jay Crowder and from there Jimmy just goes does a great job of powering through Jason Tatum at the rim I have no idea how he made this shot but yeah absorbs the contact draws the foul gets the bucket to go and then that's your game winner for Miami but again you kind of see the off-ball value of Marcus Smart there uh, making sure that Kemba isn't in the action but it just kind of didn't matter and you can roll this one as well this is from earlier in the game uh, talking about how Miami wanted to send two to the ball um, on camera actions, you see Bam jump out there. Top hero comes back. You can pause it right here. Once you're sending the two to the ball, um, you're putting a lot of strain on your back line rotations. Um, Goran Dragic is supposed to split the difference here between Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown. Um, a game plan thing that they're probably going to look at on film is that when they're in those situations between the Marcus Smart and the Jalen Brown or somebody else in the corner, you want to stick to Jalen Brown, stick to the better three-point shooter. Technically, Goran plays this okay, but you want to leave Marcus Smart open there, even though he had a hot shooting night. You can't give Jalen Brown the kind of look you got there. And I think Miami got a little bit better on choosing who to help off of in those scramble situations later on in the game. But that's just going to be something they're going to be trying to tighten up moving forward. Shout out to Real James. Real James on, on the Twitch chat called you, Nikias, the best NBA writer. Uh, this is very high praise. Uh, I'm not sure I uh, can accept that honor, but I appreciate it anyway. Nikaias is the best NBA writer. He also says you the game 
Wait, the way Nakai sees the game is so darn nominal. I'm excited for this to be a recurring thing. At least I hope it is. <laughs> I mean, you're Yo, how smooth was that, chat? You know how long that took me, chat? You know how many hours Nakai, Sanai, and Brian M spent on that? That's been my life's work for two months. That got me through COVID. L. Weller underscore great. 13 says, watch basketball every day, and I will never be able to pick it apart like that. I wish you knew how many windows I have open right now to make that happen. You have no idea. <laughs> You, you were so up there, Nikias, on like, you know, the, the, the you know, uh, you're just watching the game and understanding it. You're like right under Rothstein. <laughs> under Rothstein, not over Rothstein. You're under Rothstein. I want, we need that. a, listen, we need Twitter. Tweet us at MIA Heapy. You got to send Nikias like a stop the film catchphrase. Nikias needs like a stop right there catchphrase. We need to get you a dual monitor somehow. Who, me or Nikaias? Because I need one too. All of you guys. <laughs> I don't have space. I'm so I bought a new, I bought an iMac and I have no space. Of, like, that's the only reason this is happening because I have a computer with enough RAM. Maybe if we do like a super chat one day, maybe we can raise enough money to get you all double screen. No I just need a new desk. I have another screen. I just need a bigger desk. Um, Man, guys, I'm going to harp on this for a while. I have not felt this alive watching basketball since the 2018 finals when the Raptors. I'm just kidding. Um, No, and, I mean, this is this is the biggest game that they've played since LeBron James was in a Heat uniform. This is the biggest game that they've played since game four of the 2014 NBA Finals. I mean, what this game was, um, it put them in the driver's seat. They have not trailed in a series yet all playoffs, and they've played an Indiana team that was a higher seed than them, albeit kind of weirdly higher seed, uh, a number one overall seeded Milwaukee Bucks team, and this team. And I think all the stuff that Spolstra has done through these playoffs, especially this game, uh, beating a coach of the year that is a fatally flawed one. And then, you know, in the first quarter, it looked kind of weird, but you can kind of see what their game plan was. And I think for as much shit as we've given the Heat defense all year, uh, that was magnificent, outstanding. Those guys are flying around rotation. So something that Heat like to do is they'll really load up on the ball. And that's why they give those kind of corner threes. Uh, that he give up some of the most corner threes. That number has gone significantly down in the playoffs. And if you think that's a credit and a testament to how quickly the guys fly around the court. I mean, you saw in, in that play that Nikai said, you know, they're really loading up on the ball and those cross-court passes, they're really tough. But, I mean, you're forcing a team to do that and really contain Kemba, even though I'm worried about him. You saw late game that went to him a lot. Um, I... As bad as they played for two quarters. They played their two worst quarters of the postseason, and they won a game in overtime against a team that everyone favored. And then they played way more Kendrick Dunn than we expected. <laughs> Yo, wait, too much Kendrick and too much Derek. I am I am out on this Kemba and Derek stuff. Like, I love Derek. I, I think Derek is a hardworking guy. Nikaias, I'm, I'm done with Derek. I love him, but I just... No, it's nut-cutting time. Like, let's, let's be done with Derek. Like, he's very much a situational player. And that was one of the things that surprised me late in game, that Spo actually went to the all-defense lineup to close out games. Because a lot of the times in those situations, it's like three of the good defensive wings, bam, at five, and then it's Goran Dragic. And it's just like, uh, <laughs> I feel like you can sub him in later if you want to do that. But this time, Spo didn't take any chances. You saw all of the wings. Um, Derrick Jones Jr. got a questionable foul call on him to say the least um trying to guard some screening action off ball the market smart to help draw the foul try to <laughs> try the game up at the end of the fourth but um other than that i mean strong contest on the jason tatum um pull up three to send the game into overtime um held water at the end of the overtime as well so 
hopefully supposed with that. I think that's going to be their best bet in in equations. Like go all if you especially if you can switch thing anyway. Have five guys on the floor that you can trust that can hold up on switches. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire, with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the most important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere right now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply only valid through September 30th. Did someone say playoffs? NBA and NHL are playing for gold and our partners Bet Online have you covered. Get in on all the action, including a new NBA bracket contest with plenty of chances to win. MLB season is pushing into fall, and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures, and props. So take advantage of the return of sports. And remember, the casino never closes. Check it out all day, all night. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline. Your online sportbook experts. Did today change your opinion on anything? Like, did today's game? Because I know you picked the Celtics in six, six or seven. What was it? Six. So, does today change your mind? Uh, not really. Ah, come on. Like, I, I mean, I don't feel good about it, but. <laughs> <laughs> Brass, tell him. How do you feel about your Heat and Five pick? I'm all for it. This is exactly how I saw it going down, guys. <laughs> so I mean, I, you didn't see the you didn't see the overtime because the refs are clearly cheating with Marcus Smarts. Listen, I expected the refs. There was home cooking there. Obviously, there was definitely there, the, the, says the bubbles home- advantageous. That was absolutely home cooking. The refs are listen, man. We just have to we have to be ready. The refs are really they desperately the NBA desperately wants Celtics Lakers. So they're going to brass can't. Do you know? You know, I don't want Celtics Lakers. I want LeBron Lakers. Bring me LeBron. Hashtag, we want Bama. We want LeBron. Bring him over here. You don't think Pat Riley wants that? You don't think Pat Riley's looking? You don't think Pat's looking ahead? He's like, listen, the Clippers are kind of frauds. I don't even know what the score in that game is right now. What the hell is that game? The Clippers are winning. Okay, whatever. Uh, Pat's looking at that. He's like, the Lakers are going to win. We're going to get LeBron. He's looking ahead already. He's going to have one more ring to throw on the table for LeBron coming up. We're like legitimately and unironically talking about a finals opponent. Like, let's think about this. Let's think about where this team was. Let's think about having to cover Dion Waiters and Hassan Whiteside and James Johnson throwing it to the ninth row every single night. And we are here at the cusp 
of the NBA Finals up a game against the stupid fucking Celtics and Danny Age's stupid fucking asset hoarding. We're here. I feel so validated as a Heat fan because the Sixers are home. They're watching from home. Joel Embiid's tweeting sad. The Celtics are down. Giannis is sad. I feel this is everything I've ever wanted. Yeah, you were still leaking confidence throughout the entire game. I was game. so scared the whole game. I was done. <laughs> Bro, I was like the most calm. I made fucking dinner in that fourth quarter. Oh, my God. I was sweating. I was standing. <laughs> and then the stream. Listen, you guys don't even know. We had a whole stream issue that, you know, I, I, I messed something up. And I had to redo the whole stream layout in the middle of the third quarter. I me tell you something. I was chat. You don't know how scary that was. I was freaking out. My sister comes in. She goes, what are you doing? I go, please don't talk to me. Get out of the room. And I keep looking behind at my television. And I was like, oh, God, the Celtics are on a run. It was horrible. Honestly, that, that little like yell that you just did right there is something that reminded me of our first Heat Beat episode or second Heat Beat episode where we had that like um, rant towards the beginning of, the, of that, um, that second. You have to go back. I don't even That's remember just... anything from those episodes. That I, was like seven years ago. I remember that you were yelling that if you saw Scarlett Johansson naked <laughs> in front, you would yell, get her out of the way. Oh, wow. and the, yeah, when they were down, uh, when they were down against, well, Scarlett has been since canceled. Uh, yeah, for that, for that Ghost of the Shell movie. Uh, way to bring the show down, Brian. Always produce it. Always, always producing. We were having a good time. You brought up old memories. You brought up awkward show moments from seven, eight years ago, whatever the hell that was. No one, no one go back to our nuclear war. I don't even three. think, is are, are, are all the episodes up? Yes. Some I don't even mean, know. Yes, they're, they're, huh? they're online. You can find them. I don't know. I so, want to talk a little bit about Tyler Hero. Third in minutes played tonight, 40 minutes, 12 points, 11 rebounds, nine assists, almost a triple double. Uh, <laughs> shot one, <laughs> shot five for 10 for the field. Uh, two for five from three. Uh, absolute dog tonight. Uh, and I think something about him, the way that he gets involved with rebounding, the way that he's always active on that end, and I don't think he's the best defender, um, but Nikias, I think he competes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, he's not like – him and Goran, like, they're going to get torched. Like, I don't – if Kemba gets them in isolation, I'm not feeling good, but I know they're going to try. Someone just posted a stat saying Bam's the only player in history to block a game-winning or tying dunk in the final minute of a game since play-by-play has been recorded. No way, really? Hell yeah, let's go, Bam. Let's Mark go, Adris. tweeted it. Yes, apparently it's true. Let's go, Adris. Oh, isn't it cool to have chat? We have people, like, producing for... Man, Brian, our job's so much easier. It is. <laughs> and have you, did you guys notice that I have the whole Bam block on loop? Everybody. Yeah, Brian, Brian has the Bam block on loop behind him. <laughs> I think it's delightful. Right How did you do that? Did, does Zoom do that? Yeah, yeah. You can put whatever background you want. You can, you can put a gift. Wow, I thought crazy. I thought you could upload gifts, but you can't. But you can do video, and that's even better. Wow, fascinating. But yeah, Tyler. Tyler was was one assist away from a triple double. I thought he got it. To be honest with you, I, I thought he had the nine when he when he gave it the bam pass that that little bounce pass outlet. That was beautiful. Yeah, unreal. <laughs> So Chad says in the words of Coach Cal, Hero has elephant balls. Elephant balls, yeah. Did you hear that? Did you hear that interview with um? No, I um, didn't. Brandon Tobin. It was on with Brandon Tobin's show. <laughs> no, yeah, I did not. He, he was talking about how Coach Cal keeps calling him elephant balls even to this day through texts. I mean, have you seen the guy play? What do you guys like the having having no crowds thing? Other than you know Jason Tatum's kid who was out there, which they would not shut up about the whole. Thanks. You know what my mom said? My mom's like, is that kid's name Deuce? And I go, yeah. She goes, did he name his kid shit? 
And I go, what? She goes, that's slang for shit. He goes, this guy named his kid shit. Fuck him. I was like, Jesus. She's on this fucking planet right now. She's going. Oh, no. oh, my God. My mom, my mom should be on the pod instead of me. She'd be so much better. She has so many takes. We need to get her on. Do you think, do you think that, that, you know, that her and his, some of his comms right now, a little bit, it's not hindered because of, uh, of the crowds. You know, there's no crowds to worry about. So, you know, that a lot of rookies sort of shrink in the in the in a playoff scenario. But I mean, he's absolutely fearless right now. Honestly, I think the lack of crowd probably makes him worse. Like, <laughs> like he feeds off of that hate. That's a good point. But uh, I guess first of all, before you get into any of the on court stuff with Tyler Hero, what he did tonight, uh, he needs to hit up Duncan Robinson, and Duncan Robinson needs to buy him dinner. Oh, yeah. The only reason Tyler Hero played 40 minutes tonight is because Duncan could not stay on the court at all. Like, two quick fouls in the first couple of minutes of the first quarter. Comes back in, like, gets a third foul pretty quickly. Couldn't get anything to go from the perimeter, testament to Boston's defense. But, like, Duncan Robinson really, that's why we saw so much Hero. That's also why we saw Kendrick Nunn. Miami just didn't have guard beyond those guys, beyond Robinson. So, hopefully, he performs better than he did tonight. Um, some of the fouls that he did get called on him were a little bit questionable, but this isn't something that we haven't seen before from him. But beyond that, I totally agree. Like, Tyler Hero is completely fearless. The three he hit late in the fourth quarter, I have no idea how he made it. Not sure how he got that off. Um, there are a few, I mean, just tough defensive rebounds to kind of end possessions while Miami was making a run. Competed on defense, uh, probably needs to ice the ankles a little bit. Kimba got him on some step backs. I'm not sure why people let Kimba go left. In those I don't know either. At this point, like it, if he's going left, he's setting up the step back around the elbow. Like that's just. But that's that was a Tyler reason. thing. That wasn't so much a Goran thing. I think Goran Goran was pretty good about that. That was a, and I, I think that that's kind of just rookie not, you know, not being in the league, not getting yeah, burned by Kimba enough times. Yeah, that's scouting report stuff. Like you, you can't let him get that move. Like I think yep. he. I think he, I think Kimba took that shot three times in between the four quarter overtime. Like you can't, you can't let him have that. They give him too much space though. Like they're they're so scared of the drive, and I think naturally, um, and you kind of give him too much cushion. I think Doris like, and I think that side angle kind of shows like you get that. It's a fake contest. Mm-hmm. You contest, but you're not really contesting the ball. The ball's already out. Like yeah, like relief point is high. Like the shots out. It doesn't. It doesn't matter at that point. You can't let Kimba get that comfortable. Did you like the zone today? Um, I did. Uh, they still ended up running into some, some of those issues about who to help off of when they were rotating. Because um, they'll get the ball swinging in the corner or whatever, overload. They kept helping were... off of Kemba to go to to go to go Marcus Smart. And you mentioned yeah, that in your highlight. Yeah. That's just like, come on, man. Yeah, like you can't do that. So I think, again, that's just going to be a thing they look at through the film, I think. <laughs> Um, that's a pretty tough adjustment to make on the fly, but that's just something you kind of have to have. Like, hey, I know in general when we go zones are the principles, this is how you rotate, whatever. And now, but it's playoff, so now you have to add the extra layer. Like, these are our principles. We do this unless player X is here, player Y is here, and then you do something else. So I think if they can tighten that up, the zone becomes a little bit more effective. Um, they're probably going to have to close it up a little bit at the top as well. Kimball's able to penetrate and create some open looks. Um, they can, they can kind of close off the middle a little bit better than they did, especially in the first half. I think they're going to be fine. Like, that's going to be something they continue to mix in until Boston proves that they can abuse it. 
And I think that helps when you have vets on the team that are kind of knowing and understanding of these roles. Like when you have like Kendrick was a guy that struggled with that a lot, which I I gotta be and I hope, oof, I hope we don't see much more Kendrick. That was rough. Not his best out. This is not his series. This is absolutely not his series. Brass, are you done with him? I'm done with him. Um, I mean, yeah, tonight was not good. <laughs> I, I I've been like pretty done with none for a while. I I thought in the Milwaukee series he had a he had a purpose, but I don't really see it here. I don't. Yeah, I don't think necessary in this series. I mean, because he was obviously he's a detriment tonight, and they still you know pulled it off. So I I mean, but I mean, I guess you got to give. You know, I mean, some of these guys were stretch a little thin. I mean, I can't like, still can't believe Piero played forty minutes. A rookie, good. You know, he because he, you know, he was he was playing well, but man, it's gonna be a long. You, got, you gotta hope Duncan gets going. I'm so sick, Brass. How sick are you? I'm so sick of Marcus Smart, and it's been one game. <clears throat> I just had to deal with him for seven games before, but now I really got to deal with him. It was and a- it's really annoying. Infuriating, uh, because they were showing the stat before the game. I guess in this, you know, this season, if he scored, was it twenty-five or more? Uh, the Celtics were eight and one or something like that. So eight and two, suck it. How many? How much did he score? He scored twenty-six. Yeah, yeah. You so, know, I want, I want, I want to let chat in on something. There's a lot of talk. That I just want to get one. There's a lot of talk. About, you know, Kemba and uh, Celtics people, you know, Celtics fans, like you know, well, you know, Kemba didn't have a great game, so. Not really worried about it going forward, but I, I mean, I think I think they're going to work handle each other out. I also don't think you're going to get this Marcus Smart every game, um, but you know that's he, a great point. Like you're gonna, it's going to be reversed. Is so you're going to get Marcus Smart missing a ton of shit in Kemba? I mean, Kemba's a more dangerous guy to get going because when he gets really, really going, he starts getting other guys involved, start picking you apart, and he's a guy that'll warp your defense. Like if Marcus is hitting a bunch of shit, eh, whatever. Uh, when Kemba starts doing it, then as a coach and as a, as players, you you game plan a little more. Um, I think this is kind of funny. I don't. Brian keeps texting me to play stuff in the stream. He's like, he's just texting me videos. And he's like, play this on the stream. Brian, how how hard do you, do you think this is easy? You don't think I pre prepare all this stuff? You think I could just go? Just just play the damn video. You know how hard that is. Put it on a Let's try. Video. I'm going to try. You, listen, how about this? You host the show while I try to get this going. How about that? Uh, how about having the guys break down the play? Which well, I need to get it ready for five it. Five different languages. Okay, I'm going oh, I'm to try to get this ready. Then, no, let Brass host. He's always one to host. So okay, Brass, you host. You host while I get this ready. I'm I'm producer and host today. All right, I'm, I'm here to call out all these fuckers on Twitter who had no guts going into this. Freaking out. Uh, Alf is one of them. Although, I got to give Alf... It because every time Alf says the game's over, we end up winning. So, uh, so props to him. Uh, a lot of guts, a lot, a lot, a lot of just gutlessness going out there. Um, you know, people saying DeFore was right, and I'm just, I'm not here for that, man. I'm not going to accept this. I don't think it's cool. Uh, I just don't understand where that that came from. I mean, because in all seriousness, this this team is so, man, it's just so gritty right now, man. Like they're. They, there was, they, they, they face so much adversity in this, and 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 they just they keep surprising me. They just keep surprising me, and that's that's you know speaking at the guts. Um, I mean, I understand this is totally basic like fan analysis. I, there's nothing like Nikias is here, and he actually knows how to talk basketball. <laughs> I have, I have I have two tweets I want to read to Nikaias. So I'm Nikaias. ready, by the way. I'm I ready. Two, I'll, we... I'll read these tweets anyway, and then I want Nikaias' thoughts on them, and then I want Nikaias' thoughts on the video we're about to play. 
First tweet, Tyler Hero came one assist away from tying Magic Johnson as the second youngest player in NBA history to record a playoff triple-double. So Hero was almost the first player with a left hand to be able to do that. That's very cool. <laughs> Second tweet, Jimmy Butler shot an effective field goal percentage of 64% on jump shots and 65% at the rim in the fourth quarter of games so far in the NBA playoffs, according to Synergy Basketball. Uh, fantastic late game performance for Jimmy Butler. If you're Boston, you kind of tip your cap if Jimmy hits those, especially that corner three that he hit late in the clock, late in the fourth quarter. Like, you can't really contest that much better and kind of the shot you want him to take anyway. So it knocks those down. That's just, uh, you got to live with it. You don't want to get the rim. All right, roll the tape. Uh, all right. Well, we're Nikias, are you ready? Do you have the screen share set? I do, I do. All right, then. Can you see my screen? Uh, is this Twitter? Is this what I'm looking at? Yes, it's Twitter. All right, we're transitioning, babe. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. All right, we're, we're, does it work? I don't see it. Twitch. Ah, ah, that's not working. What's going on here? What's, uh, what happened? We're going back. Yeah, we're going back. We're going back. We're going back. We're, going back. we're, we're figuring this out. All right, keep hosting. Keep hosting. Let me, let me give this another shot. Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> you see, can find some tweets of quotes. No, hold on. I got this. I, I had it pulled up. What happened? Hold on. I have the highlight. Okay, this is my window capture. All right. This is good. Let me, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to erase this window capture. We got this. We got this. We got this. Hold on. Wait. Keep going. Keep going, though. You expect to see more Kelly going forward in the guys? Um, I think so. Um, got a short stint tonight. I'm more interested in seeing what Boston does with their bigs, because I mean, the Daniel Tice slander was kind of warranted based on the pregame talk that I saw online and that others saw online. But Tice wasn't a plus twelve tonight, and it's less about him being this superstar and more about Robert Williams still learning how to play basketball. And Grant Williams knowing how to play basketball with being 6-6. So I think, and you see at the end of the game, once Daniel Tice fouled out, they brought Brad Wanamaker in and went super small instead of bringing Robert Williams in or bringing Grant Williams in. So it's going to be interesting to see if Boston plays another big. If they do continue to go to like Robert Williams or something, I think we're going to see more Kelly just because that's going to open up a lot of pick and pop opportunities. Um, Boston's looking to drop those bigs instead of switch out like they've been doing in this um, start lineup. So I think there'll be more opportunities there. And just in general, Kelly just didn't play well today. That's all I spoke, kind of went to the starting unit and kind of leaned on more. But, uh, yeah, I think he play more than what do you have tonight, 15, 12 minutes, 15 minutes, somewhere in there? Kelly, 10, 10 and a half minutes. Yeah, like Kelly's going to be a 15, 20-minute guy, I think. I think I figured this out. I got it. Are we ready? Let's go for it. Let's go. All right, we're transitioning. All right, we got Twitter open. Ah, let's go. Against Butler, got down a little loud. Is it in every language, Brian? Yeah, I haven't actually watched it. This isn't as entertaining as I thought it'd be. I can't even hear it. You can't hear it. The, 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 did you want to hear it? No, I can hear it. I can hear it. Oh, Taco Fall! I didn't see that the first time. We can hear it. We can hear it. Like, waits for Tatum to leave the floor. He leaves the floor to challenge shot. Do you want me to pause? Hold on. We, 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 can, we can pause it. Oh, no. You look at that. Like, I'm just... Look at him. Look at him. He's there. He's in the restricted area at the summit. Oh! Just incredibly strong wrist. I don't I don't know how he, <laughs> how he sent that away. 
very ambitious attempt from Zayda. I can watch this forever in loop. Look at this production. Who would have thought? Screen about it away. No, you can fool. I'm scared. I, listen, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to mess with the gods of OBS. Okay, we had we had Tim Burke's tweet on screen. It went black before. We had some mishaps. I'm good. They uh, everybody on the chat got to see our uh, Twitter, our Miami Heat beat Twitter chat. Oh, you saw our DMs. You saw that Scout. Scout. Lola, let, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna go back so we can see what Scout with Brian is fucking DMing us. Well, Look at this. the name of our I'm Hippie chat, which is a Solomon Hill. So, yes. yep. Look at this. Scott and with Brian is just... Chase. Look, he's just DMing us his his little things all the time. July. Yanni, I'm, I'm terrified right now. After what just happened to Chris Evans, I do not want to be looking at your DMs, all right? <laughs> this is a Miami Hippie DMs. I don't know what that's uh That's Scott with Brian just pestering our DMs all the time. I don't know why. We never answer him. Why does he keep DMing us? Just make him. Can somebody, Nikaias? Can you, Nikaias? You have you have clout. Can you make him go away? Not touching that one. Uh, have you ever spoken to Scott with Brian? Uh, retweet. I am not touching that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you had to rank Brass all Brian's, Brian, Brian M, Brian me, or Scott was well, shout out, shout out to Brian M. He's one of the Brian M one two two seven in the chat. He's a mod. He's on the Discord. What a homie. He made this all possible. I'm telling you, without him, I wouldn't have even tried this. I have always said I wanted to stream. We attempted a stream a long time ago. Nothing worked. Brian M. had the patience, uh, helped me, held my hand, guided me as I navigated the world of Twitch and OBS. Um, yeah, I, and the Discord is all his. That that That's his brainchild. Uh, by the way, check out the Miami Heapy Discord if you're not already there. We've tweeted out all the time. There'll be a link in the description of the podcast. Oh, also, we have buttons in the About section. I don't even know what those are. Brian uh, Brian and Keeman, I can't speak, uh, the other mod, uh, she set that up. Uh, she's great. So is Brian. They stay at. Yeah. So check all our links down there. Uh, we're, we're happening. And by the way, all these uh, all these streams get posted to the, to the regular podcast feed. So if you're not... Always here, the post-screen stream. If you want to check out Five on the Floors post-game stream with our friend Alf954, uh, don't worry. This is all going to be uploaded to YouTube. It's all going to be posted on the regular pod stream. So we are good, baby. We're good. We are up 1-0 against the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, man, guys, I'm I'm so thankful. Nikaias, uh, Christian. Christian's not here. Why did I do that? Nikaias Brass. Hey, Christian, again. <laughs> Christian. The guy is proud. Both Christians, Brian, Frankie, Alex, Alf, Leif, uh, Kate, everybody that is on Heapy. Thank you so much because you know this has been a great journey with you guys, and I'm I'm really excited to start this thing. I'm so sorry, Brass. I called you Christian. I don't know why you. Why, like you have a million members of Heapy. Like why do you why do you put that pressure on yourself? I don't know. I, I don't know why I keep thinking of Christian and and. For chat, for those of you who don't know, I, I tweeted like a preview for the stream where I'm just mentioning Heat Beat members, but I panic and I say Christian twice. Uh, and they just, now the joke is the second Christian. I think Frankie G, uh, our 2K coach in in, uh, in chat, made the joke that get the second Christian a host. Uh, so we'll probably be making second Christian jokes. Yeah, man. 
all you guys thank you so much for coming to stream we're going to be doing this after every game of the eastern conference finals thank you so much to the pod listeners if you're listening via pod uh and if you're listening via pod check us out twitch.tv slash mia heatbeat uh we had like over 100 people in here today i did not think that would happen thank you so much for making our first stream so fun and, and engaging and uh, we're going to be doing this after every game. And it's going to be until the NBA Finals, until the Heat are holding the damn trophy, because this season ends with confetti and champagne. Three more wins, and we get Solomon Hill back on the pod, guys. Three more wins, and Solomon Hill comes back on the podcast. Let's go. Take care, y'all. Thank you so much for joining. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.